This is Keyshawn Rains, the host of Working Title with Keyshawn Rains, where amazing things happen. A series of past the collection plate style conversations with a Creole, queer, femme, yogi, mom, coach, author, and of course, podcast host with a nomadic soul, a quirky sense of humor, and an activator of empowerment. These conversations are just a chance for me to speak on ways to be mindful in a mindless world. Stories are shared, folks are empowered, inspired, and impacted to be more phenomenal versions of themselves through simple conversations about complex like love, life, and the pursuit of being real. Thanks for listening. Here we are. Uh, I am super excited about this conversation because you and I connected on a really cool app, a little plug for Solve. If you guys don't know about it, check it out. Love it. Go join it. Go join it. Go check it out. So I'm going to start off with just giving you the space to introduce yourself to the listeners by sharing your name, where you're from, and what you stand for. Ah, good. Thank you so much, Keyshawn, for having me on this podcast. I know we had a couple bit, uh, bumps, I guess, um, trying to schedule between everything. You're busy, I'm busy, but we got it. We're here, right? Yeah. So um, for you guys listening and watching at home, my name is Kara, and I live on a little island smack dab in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean called Newfoundland. If you've been to Canada or the east coast of Canada, um, you'll notice um, our dialect is a little little different. So if I talk a little fast, <laughs> feel free to uh, slow me down a little because when I get uh, passionate about something, I tend to talk a little fast. But I'm Kara. I'm from Newfoundland. I'm a mom of one and um, I'm a content strategist and social media expert. And I've been in this space for five plus years. And I absolutely love it. I started, uh, you know, social media as and content creation as a, a creative outlet, really. Mm-hmm. And um, I learned this week that I think I have a title. I'm a multi potential light. I learned that this week. Multi potential. Right. <laughs> oh, I like it. Right. Right. So multi potential light, and um, yeah, and have tons of different interests and, and varied skills. So I finally have a title. Um, and social media and content creation, like I said, was a creative outlet for me. And so I am all about when you get to know me, I'm all about authenticity, and good real connection and coffee. Honestly. Coffee. Oh, okay. So <laughs> What's your okay? So Newfoundland is there Starbucks? Do you are you a Starbucks? Uh, oh yeah. So we have local places here. I'll put a a plug in for a local place, Jumping Bean, and we have Starbucks and Tim Hortons and some local joints stuff like that. So, um, but if it's coffee, I'm drinking it. So I was gonna say, are you a coffee like straight up coffee, no chaser, like no no foam, no cream, no sugar, or what's your favorite? Oh yeah, coffee? it's it's black. black coffee um so if you um get to know me and we're friends or we're just meeting like if we had been in the same place we would have met at coffee shop okay we would have shared coffee together I find a lot comes out when you share coffee with people across the table right and it's a great way to get to know people but I just love making connections and 
finding out people's stories. I love stories. I love hearing about stories. I love telling stories. Mm. And so authenticity, storytelling, family life, that's my jam. Yeah. So I, let's see, my, my, making sure that my Zoom wants to cooperate. So we're just okay. okay and we're good and we're good. So just making everything. My AirPods like to take over. They're very aggressive. I don't know if you're an AirPods user, but AirPods are very aggressive. They like to be the center of attention all the time and they like to take I over. I know, sometimes. and that's why I toss them aside. <laughs> exactly. Put them in their place, right? Yes. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. No, I um I like coffee as well. I'm not like a daily coffee drinker. I actually got introduced to what they call like mushroom coffee, which is using like ashwagandha and lion's right. mane a couple different mushrooms to kind of create a powder so you kind of have your instant uh energy booster in the morning right. i recognize that i love the taste of coffee i love a great brew i love a good americano that's like my mm -hmm. go-to and i also recognize that after i had a little caffeine that i would like crash and take naps so i don't drink it every day <laughs> but for me it is an experience it's like the brewing process being in a coffee shop smelling the roasting of the beans it's like it's a whole vibe. So I'm with you on that. So when I'm in Newfoundland, we'll have to sit down and have coffee together. <laughs> People have coffee by the ocean. I live right by the ocean. So I'm a water girl. If I'm near water, can see water, can smell water. I feel at peace. It's I, where I, I feel that. most at home, most at peace. And if there's something crazy going on, I immediately spurred yeah. it to the ocean. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. So you yeah. are a fellow mom of one, as am I, mm -hmm. we have that in common. And um, I don't know about you, but over the last, you know, 24 months, as we've been kind of navigating through this pandemic experience, I, um, my son's uh, 20, he'll be 21 in October. So he's been away from me, you know, home a little bit during quarantine and then back to school and then home a little bit because there was a hurricane where he lives down in New Orleans. Right and then back to school. So I started experiencing a little bit of this empty nesting, you know, vibe that I never really knew what it would feel like when he was young. And as an entrepreneur, as a, a person who, you know, runs a business pretty much on my own with a, a small, small team, when he was young, I found that one of the biggest reasons why I chose to pursue entrepreneurship was because I wanted to be a present mom. I didn't want to be the mom that only saw him on weekends or after school because I was so consumed with work. Right. So right. would you talk to us a little bit about your journey as a content strategist in social media and kind of what that's looked like and how it affects your, your role as a mom? Oh, goodness. And I'm sure you can agree with this. It's ebbs and flows, right? There's some really <laughs> low points in the journey and some really, really great ones. But at the heart of it all, I think what made me keep going in this in this realm or you know is my why and it was for him it was for my son it was for our family life and um previous to um me diving into the online world I worked a very busy schedule and a demanding schedule and and long days for multiple days at a time and it just wasn't something conducive to now my life with a baby on my hip. So I, you know, searched and searched and searched for different ways to make money online or make money for, or in alternative ways, you know, we're so focused on this narrow path sometimes that society or family has, you know, has put us 
put us in, like you, you graduate, you go to post-secondary, you graduate from that, you move on to a job, you work there for 30, 35 years, and then you retire, maybe or maybe not with a pension, right? And I found that that wasn't really my vibe. Um, you know, when I had my son, a lot of uh, priorities, I guess, mm-hmm. I could say priorities and, and wants and needs changed. Mm-hmm. And my mind got open to um, earning online and, yeah. and working in that space and flexibility, time, freedom, right? At the base of it all. And that's what I crave. So that's why I do what I do for time, freedom, for a flexible lifestyle so that I can be present in the, the, the good moments and, and in my life. And uh, my priorities are important. It took a while for me to like, you know, uh, come around to that, that, but what I want out of life is just as important as, you know, providing a good, you know? So I think that's important. And, you know, we, I love this quote where, and I'm sure you've seen it, you know, women these days, they're uh, supposed to work like we don't have kids and raise kids like we don't have to work. So, you know, it has to be a delicate balance, but if you can find something that really, really agrees with the lifestyle you want to build. And I think, you know, agrees with, you know, your passions and your pursuits and your purposes. I think that, that's magic when you find something that really aligns with you and really supports the lifestyle you're trying to build and that's what I found in content creation Mm -hmm. and working on social media it's a ton of fun it's demanding but it's a ton of fun (laughs) I love that I love that I mean I think that's I think that's probably a journey for a lot of women because like you said I mean I I have seen the the TikTok video I think where a woman talks about like you know we're taught as women that, yeah, we're supposed to work like we're not mothers and we're supposed to mother like we don't have jobs. And sometimes finding that delicate balance seems impossible unless Mm -hmm. you discover self-employment, entrepreneurship, and something that really not only, like you said, feeds your your soul and and excites you and inspires you, and something that also earns an income, you know, especially right. if you want to, you know, be able to support a family. So when I think about my journey as an entrepreneur, it was for many of the very same reasons. I was working at a high stress, high paying job where I was spending more time at work on or on work things than right. I was with my son. And I was watching time go by and I was realizing that I was missing some of those milestones and not able to show up to the PTA and not able to show up to the, you know, the performances. And he was, you know, he's a, he's an artist, a uh, theater was his thing when he was in elementary school. And I just had a day where I showed up to work. I was in my car yeah. and something just kind of said, like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have got right. to find another way. Like there has right. got to be another right. way. And a friend invited me to a yoga class and I started doing yoga and I started kind of getting into meditation and I started discovering that there was something in me that was really called to this wellness, mm. you know, experience yeah. and teaching people about, you know, health and wellness and teaching people about peace and, and teaching people about just well-being in general and just kind of fell into that groove and it stayed with me up until where I am today. And it's because of some of my self-care practices that sustaining a business and building a community is actually possible. So would you tell me a little bit about some, some of your practices or some of your self-care methods that, that make sure that you stay full so that you can support other people? 
Right. Cause you are no good if you are not good for yourself. Right. And it took a long time for me to, to really realize that I gave so much to everybody else that, right. you know, I was sort of putting myself to the side mm-hmm. and then I was exhausted. So, you know, and when you are a creative, like you and I, many people listening to your podcast, um, being that takes a lot out of you as well. You have to give a lot to your craft, a lot to uh, your work, what you, what you love, right? A lot to your purpose and your passion. So I think for me that a lot of mindset work has really, really uh, been a positive thing for me, working on myself and working on myself so that I can be better for uh, how I show up to earn money and my business online, how I show up for my family, how I show up for my son, how I show up for my friends, and then aligning with the people that um, really bring out the best of you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and you're no stranger to this being in the field that you work in, but you, you know, you surround yourself with negativity. What, what do you think is going to happen? Right. If you surround yourself with, I don't know, things that don't really vibe with you, I guess, or align with you is, is the proper thing to say. I think, um, you know, you're going to end up with these roadblocks of where you cannot get to the next level. You can't earn the way you want. You want to, you can't work the way that you want. You can't be the person that you want and build that lifestyle that you want. So I'm all about lifestyle and building that ultimate dream lifestyle because it is possible. So I think a lot of mindset work for me and then aligning with the tools and people Mm -hmm. in my life that really, really agree with me. They see, see my vision and they don't um, doubt me for it. Yeah. Right. I like that. It's such a good thing. It's so funny because when we're in school, I mean, you know, I was in school in the 1900s um, a long time ago. And when I was in elementary school, you know, we learn the alphabet and we learn how to do math and we learn how to write our names and we learn a little bit about, you know, how to make friends. But then once we kind of exit school and we enter adulthood, sometimes we forget, you know, the importance of really being around people that feed your vision that support your your plans and your dreams for your life because sometimes we're like well I mean they they really like coffee like I do but are they pouring into your life in any other way well maybe not you know it's like so you start to kind of take like what I call a social inventory where I'm Mm. looking around at the the people that I spend the most time with and the most time on and see are they really aligned and I think sometimes what happens as we navigate through adulthood we recognize that there's different seasons where different people kind of are in place and in rhythm with us and then in other times they're just not and for me becoming an entrepreneur changed the way my community looked because I wasn't showing up at a job every day. I didn't have coworkers, right. you know, right. anymore. It was kind of just me in my computer and my, you know, clients. And I've noticed that as I've started to attract and align with more women entrepreneurs in particular, I'm so inspired by their story right. and their journeys right. and like where they've been. So can you share with me maybe an experience that really inspired you as, as a woman, as a mom, as an entrepreneur and something that made a huge impact on your life and where you are today. Absolutely. That's, I love that. And I completely agree with what you say, because when you choose to go it alone, you're a lone ranger and 
it's tough. It's tough, right? You think you've got it all covered, but you've got no one to bounce ideas off of or see your vision or talk about things or, you know, um, talk about your struggles because, Mm -hmm. you know, there are, there are a lot that you have, you know, struggles and different situations that come up and adversities that you need an ear and no one knows what you're dealing with unless they're in the same boat as you. Right. Right. So I agree with that, that, you know, these things come in ebbs and flows and there's different people for different seasons and that life just sort of, you know, when you're in true alignment, those problems go to the wayside. They organically leave your life, right? Right. Which, so you can be on that path that you are supposed to take. And I've had a lot of experiences and conversations with people in my life that really made a positive impact and it was a really, I guess, transformative experience for me, but I'll say quite recently, um, about a month ago, I had one of the biggest weekends of my, it was mind blowing actually. Okay. And yeah. And we, me and two girlfriends, um, we know each other through the online world and online business. Mm-hmm. And, um, we just connected like immediately when we met each other And it was so easy and so familiar, like you were seeing a friend from the past or someone you had spent your whole life with. And we have been in contact and been, we live in different places. So we don't see each other often, but we talk often. And uh, the connection is always there. It never, never fails, right? Or lessens. And so we spent the weekend together taking in um, an online conference together and just working and and visualizing and and talking through stat strategies and and different different things different seasons in our life and that was just well needed for me and um like i said transformative it's a lot has come since then mm-hmm. um a lot of opportunity a lot of uh haha moments yeah and uh, a lot of clarity even from that weekend right and so it's only this week I woke up in the morning and I know exactly what I have to do I'd been playing with a scenario in my head I know exactly what I have to do mm-hmm. and I and I give credit to that weekend with those two friends um for really changing my mindset in that way so mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah. I'm really grateful to be able to spend the weekend with them and yeah. and to talk about what we talked about and do what we did and and just grow deeper in our friendship and yeah it was a lot of fun we had a lot of laughs (laughs) as well as work (laughs) I love that it's a little bit of everything you know it's something happens like I don't know call it divine feminine energy call it cosmic women magic I don't know we I mean women are just badasses we're just cool sorry guys we're just better um but something happens something happens when women gather intentionally whether Mm. it's in like you know those small groups or those small pairings Mm -hmm. when women gather intentionally and we openly and vulnerably and courageously share our vision our dreams our goals our desires and we we hold space for one another and we challenge each other and we push each other and encourage each other there's pretty much nothing that we can't do you know and there's something that i find so beautiful when when women gather you know because 
when we think, I think there's like a TikTok video that I saw that was like, you know, like warn the church, you know, women are gathering, like tell all the people because it's about I know, I love it. happening, right? <laughs> oh, gassed up. I'm like, yes, I'm going to join. I'm joining the, the women party. Like, I, yeah, I agree. I love right? it. Right. And there's like and, something that's empowering about it. And, absolutely. and I think as women, especially women entrepreneurs, mm. we do often have the challenge of the balance of family and career or family and, or community and community and career, or just being a woman, like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, to keep it a buck guys. Yeah. Once a month we go through something <laughs> and it's very challenging <laughs> for yeah. us to overcome and keep doing all the things that we do, but yet we still do it. You just know. because you know, just because you feel pain or you're going through something doesn't mean that my life stop it stops. It doesn't mean that I I you know am unable to you know get up and work and feed my child and take care of the laundry and do all the do all the housekeeping and the the appointments and things like that. Like you still have to show up for your life no matter what's going on. And but I think there's joy also in knowing and being able to take a step back and rest and saying, you know recognize when you need to rest and then resting which I always struggled with Mm -hmm. but now in my 30s which listen my 30s have been a blessing like it's just I don't know it's so clear in this space in this decade it's it's been my favorite and you know I think as women get older as we get older age is a blessing Mm -hmm. I really do and I agree with what you're saying about when women gather it's not catty it's it's full of opportunity. It's full of dreams. It's full of vibrance and it's magic really. Yeah, it really is. It really right. is. I mean, I, I remember my thirties, uh, in the rear view mirror of my life. You're in your thirties right now. <laughs> I, once upon a time I was, but <laughs> once upon a time I was, no, I will, um, I will actually be 45 in June. Girl. Yeah. You look good. You Thank look good. you. Thank you. I drink a lot of water. I relax. I rest. <laughs> you know, I take my vitamins. And um, when you're done here, send your routine. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, I'll put the routine in the in the in the, in the in show the notes. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I I remember going through different like decades of my life with all these ideas and supposed to's and should and then I recognize that midway through each of those decades in my 20s and my 30s that at some point I was like you know I don't think I'm supposed to do any of that or none of that stuff that I had planned or projected onto my life based on what other people said I was supposed to be doing or what society told me I was supposed to be doing and how my life was supposed to look I got to a point where I realized that I really needed to spend time with myself and really get to know what was important to me and what I truly, truly valued and started mapping my life from that place. And that's when the good stuff started to happen. That's when the community started to show up for me. That's when opportunities and career shifts started to happen for me. So, and a lot of those experiences happened in spaces where women were gathered where women were empowering each other, whether it was a retreat or a, a date, you know, a brunch day or a coffee conversation where I really started to see like, wow, okay, we're igniting something right now. Like something's happening where in communities of women, we're discovering that our differences don't divide us, mm-hmm. that our stories is actually the thing that weaves us together. And there's such a great opportunity for us to really support each other while we're growing. And something that I've been doing recently is um, 
once a week, I do a clubhouse chat, shout out clubhouse uh, with this woman. And the focus of our conversations is all about rest and how part of female woman empowerment is rest. So I want you to share with me a little bit of, of how you give your body rest. What does your rest routine look like when you're not work, work, working? What does it look like for you? <laughs> High, highly emphasized. Rest is highly emphasized, right? And I agree. And I grew up um, in a household with females. So I have two sisters and a mom who worked full time. So when it came to women empowerment and, and showing what you can do uh, when you work and raise a family, um, I had a pretty good example at that. Mm-hmm. So shout out mom. Um, and so we, we left home with a healthy dose of women empowerment, but when you get out in the world, um, not everyone shares the same ideas on that as you. And also I think it's changed even in the last decade when it comes to, you know, women, women in work, women in society, like all that and, um, and women empowerment. And even my, my mindset has even shifted and even more so when it comes to women empowerment and that it, women, I believe can achieve anything. I really, really believe that I see it. I'm trying to achieve it <laughs> as I know you are right. And, um, I am, a woman's biggest cheerleader. I, I really am. Mm-hmm. And, um, but learning over the last five years, I would say that rest is just as important as, um, you know, me getting up at 6am and, and doing nothing or running around and doing errands. And I know that when I don't rest, mm-hmm. I'm no good. My creativity is interrupted. I'm, I'm, I'm no good. You just don't feel good. Right. And you don't get those results. So I know when I need to rest, I'm, I'm pretty in tune with my body and my mind. So I know when I need to just take a step back and a big part of my rest or reset is just heading outside. We do a lot of outside activities. Um, we like to hike, have like little campfires and, and I love that stuff and being on the water or just simply going and sitting at the beach, sitting and just playing with the rocks or sitting there and breathing it in, that does a lot of good for me. So mm-hmm. we have varied weather here in Newfoundland. So we've got a lot of cold weather, a lot of wet weather. Um, so even getting out in that as much as I don't like doing it sometimes, it's necessary, right? So I would mm-hmm. say, yeah, that's definitely my biggest, like when I know I need a reset, I go outside. Breathe mm-hmm. fresh air. Definitely. Yeah. I'm I'm with that. Like I live yeah. at the beach as well in California, a different beach. It probably looks like <laughs> England right now. Probably, well, I don't know about nicer, but warmer. <laughs> but sort of, yeah, sometimes warmer. Um, sometimes warmer. But uh, yesterday I was outside, you know, kind of picking up some food at lunchtime and I stepped outside the cafe and right. it was so loud. It was like fire trucks going by. Um, we have a big event happening next weekend in the city, the Grand Prix, which is like a huge deal. And so they're, you know, mm-hmm. work trucks and everything and things being set up and all so much noise that in the moment I just said to myself, like, wow, we, we get you people who live in big cities. Like I do, we get used to the noise Absolutely. and it just kind of becomes part of how we function. But 
when we step away from that and go into nature, I like you, when I need that mental reset or I need that emotional, that emotional reset, I go outside, I'll go for a walk. I'll, you know, I, I can, you know, maybe throw my, my headphones in and kind of block out the sound, or sometimes I'll just go for a walk and just be in the environment that I'm naturally in, but something about the ocean, something about that, that sea air, something, it just has some kind of magical powers or something. I'm sure there's science behind it too, but it just feels so good. But what's interesting though, is that as a kid, you know, we, we moved around a lot. My parents have been together since they were 15 years old. They met at Disneyland and we moved around a lot. When I was a kid, we lived in Portland, we lived in Utah and then all, you know, all over Southern California. And when I was getting ready to go into like uh, junior high, you know, seventh, eighth grade, we moved out of the city into the desert. And I remember one of the things that stood out to me most was like, where are all the people and all the noise? <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't hear sirens or I didn't hear, you know, just city right. sounds. And now as an adult, when I go home to visit my mom and dad, the first thing I notice is the quiet. It feels so good. Oh. I can, I totally enter into what you're saying because I grew up my whole life in one community um, of less than a thousand people. So yeah, and uh, it's right on the water. So, you know, um, but super, super quiet. I think the loudest day of the year was one one day in the summer when they used to celebrate the town and have fireworks and then it would get quiet again, right? And you can see the stars. You can go out on, outside my parents' house on the deck at night and see the stars, see everything. And um it's there that it's quite peaceful and you don't realize until I go back to visit or take my son there to visit to see his Nana and Papa uh, and his cousins that you don't realize how, how, how loud, how busy your life has gotten until you get there in a place like that, like you and your parents mm-hmm. and you go outside in, in the summer and, and you realize it's just quiet it's just you can hear a pin drop and you can see the stars and you can breathe fresh air and it's just you know just a moment of magic really right yeah there's something so healing about being in nature about being outside whether it's desert mountains ocean any or somewhere in between you know months ago myself and three other uh, friends of mine went out and rented this kind of like this cabin down in San Diego County in the mountains. And we were there for three days. And I mean, there was Wi-Fi or whatever, but we, you know, weren't on our screens. We were just kind of in it. And there was a moment at one point where we looked at each other, like we had all these plans and things we were going to do when we got there, but girl, we got there and we were like, so what if we just did nothing? (laughs) what if we just didn't do anything for the next three days like no kids no spouses no jobs no work just nothing and there's something so refreshing about that there's something so you know invigorating about it and we think about this concept of affording ourselves rest just Mm -hmm. as much as we push ourselves to be productive and to work that goes back to what you said earlier about maintaining that sense of balance you know whether we're we're in our our loud and our our noise and our activity but then we give ourselves an opportunity to go into places that are quiet. It's like, we need both, you know, like I, I believe we as, as humans, we need a little bit of both because when we're kind of just going a hundred miles an hour, mm-hmm. you hit a wall, you know, yeah. <laughs> your body's like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. 
So I don't like the TikTok trend, you know, that's I'm like, you're done. That's what I hear when I need rest. Is I'll, that's all I hear is that San Francisco, you're done. You're done. I'm like, okay, I hear it. you're done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're not doing any more thinking today. No more problem solving. No more strategizing. We are complete. There's nothing else. Okay. We're gonna- and, when, and when that happens, it's okay to order takeout for your child. It's, it's all about balance. It's, yeah. uh, it's, I don't know, the unicorn, I guess everyone is chasing is the balance of what I think being, you know, having that mindset that you need both and that you chase both and work towards both. I think that's, I continue to learn that and I continue to chase after it. Yeah. I feel like it's something that we, in the last, you know, 24 months in this, in this experience that we've gone through globally, I think that all of us who allowed ourselves the time to really soak in some of the stillness and soak in some of the quiet. I mean, obviously amidst the panic and the uncertainty and all the other things that were going on. But I think some of us did walk away with some, some lessons, you know, I'm calling them my, my COVID lessons. Like, what did I learn from COVID? What did I learn from quarantine? So I'm going to ask you, Kara, if you could share what, what are some of your, your quarantine lessons? What are some things that you, you took away from the last two years? (laughs) (laughs) Well, do we have a couple hours? No. (laughs) You're like, how long is this podcast? (laughs) How long long did you book me for (laughs) We might, we might be all night, um, right. honestly, in a lot of ways. And there's a lot of negativity given, like you said, the experience that we went through and that we're still going through because right. we've never done this. I've never done this, right? Yeah. Raising kids in this climate is also super challenging. There's a lot of negativity that uh, came from it. And, but I think in a lot of ways, it was a blessing in disguise um for me in particular and I'm sure there's tons of your listeners who feel the same way who are you know in the same space that we are Mm -hmm. where I have never seen so much growth with my online communities my online business and my connections which was really important for me and it sort of just exploded Mm just exploded, which I'm really grateful for. And, um, you know, as stressful as some of those times were as well, what I'm really grateful for was us being able to spend some time as a family. So what a lot of people don't know is that uh, my partner, he works away, he works off island. So we're what you call rotational family. So half the month I I'm living like a single mom, really. And he's at his job when I'm here. Mm -hmm. Um, So he was off work, which, you know, is stressful, but he was able to be here and spend some extra time with our son Mm -hmm. and uh, just be present, which we didn't have a lot in the last few years. So, and then, you know, he went into another position that now uh, was a really positive move for him. So we both had positive work. experiences that came out of you know out of the unknown right and this experience and it just really I think for me it really forced me to hammer down and choose the things that I chose Mm -hmm. and really be okay with um you know how I wanted to build a business what I wanted to do in future what I wanted for my lifestyle it gave me a lot of time to think instead of me go 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 
and then thinking about what I wanted at the end of the day when I was tired and I'm hungry. You know, when they say you're not you when you're hungry, mm -hmm. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You can't think when you're not, you know, you're not fed well and you're you are not hydrated and, and you're not well, right? Mm -hmm. So that gave me a lot of time to think about what I wanted for the future. And then um in September, when I turned 35, I uh put into motion my plan for the next 10 years. And I believe a lot of mindset and thought process and, and my mapping mm -hmm. came from this experience of the last two years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was able to spend even extra time mm -hmm. with my son who was home from school time that we take for granted. We take a lot of, a lot of this for granted, which I'm sure you feel as well, right? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, you, you work, 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 and then suddenly your child's 10 and then you work, work, work. And then suddenly your child's 15 and then he's graduating high school. And then, you know, he's off to live his life and you wonder, <laughs> did I do everything? Go? Did I do everything I was supposed to? Did I give him the right tools? You know, did I love him the right way? And so having you know we have a pretty busy lifestyle mm -hmm. and we're really active outside the home in extracurriculars as well and it just having that time where it was just us and we could go snowshoeing if we wanted or we could go out for a campfire or we could go fishing or we could spend the day at the beach or we could just spend the day baking and watching movies because that's also important spending that time together spending that that one-on-one -on -one time bonding I think was a really positive experience for me. It sucked in a lot of ways. We weren't able to see all of our family. He met, you know, my son missed his grandparents and stuff, but ultimately we just wanted everyone to be safe. So we, we did a lot of FaceTiming and things like that. But I think, yeah, out of that experience, just using up that time that probably we would have taken for granted. Mm -hmm. And then also really putting into place uh, what I knew what I wanted to do deep down, but was probably scared to bring to the surface. So, yeah, I know yeah. that feeling. I know that place. I same. I mean, I, you know, at the very beginning, of course, you know, there's this, this feeling of uncertainty and what if right. what's going right. on, but then inside of that, you know, kind of like at the eye of that whole storm yeah. of what we experienced. And like you said, are still experiencing, at the eye of it, there was so much time that we otherwise wouldn't have had, you know, when we really think about it with our families, with our love, you know, our partners, our spouses, with right. ourselves, you know, for those who really took advantage of the time to say, okay, so I don't have to rush out and do a bunch of stuff today. Right. I can actually just be with myself for a little while and see what that feels like and ask myself questions, get to know myself all over again. And like you mentioned, I can start to plan in a way that I've never even really considered planning before because I didn't have the mental capacity to do it because my life was so filled with all this other stuff, you know? And now that we're going through this next season of this, you know, pandemic experience, we're in this next stage of it where it's starting to sort of look like normal again, or <laughs> the, new <normal. laughs> the new normal, right? It's starting to look different. What I'm being very intentional about is not stacking my plate like I had it before. Mm. I'm really being intentional about saying, 
we've gotten into these rest routines. Not that I, you know, nap all day because I still got shit to do, but you know, <laughs> you know, I'm, I've established yeah, yeah. some routines of, of really caring for myself and mm. making my well being a true priority so that as we go into this next stage or this next phase of our lives as a, as a global community, that right. we're not repeating those, those bad habits that we kind of were in before. We're not going back to the way that we did things before. And we're really starting to embrace some newness as we go forward. So Great. I am, um, yeah, I, it's been an experience and we're, we're getting through it together, <laughs> you know, one way or another. I'm glad you it's mentioned really baking. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm learning to use my oven for something other than storage. So, uh, come on I, over. I got you. We, okay. I'm a baker, so oh, I got it. you. Okay. I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to switch gears a little bit. This is, I love the conversations. Um, and I'm having so much fun chatting with you. Time for a break, time for a breather. One thing that we often forget to do as we move throughout our lives, throughout our day, is to breathe. So I invite you right now to allow three deep, intentional breaths to enter and exit your body. And by the time you're done, we will be ready to continue. Thank you so much for listening. So I, before we sit down for podcasts, every you know time I have a guest, I send over this kind of questionnaire to kind of get to know a little bit more mm-hmm. about them before we sit down and talk to each other. And one, one thing that I offer is a couple of questions and some questions are kind of like off the wall and some of them are kind <laughs> of like, you know, interesting. But one of the questions that I ask every guest is, if you woke up tomorrow morning with $100 million in your bank account, what is the first thing that you would do? Oh, that is the, can we just like sit and manifest that for a moment? But yeah, for everyone listening and you, honestly, my life wouldn't change that much. Um, except that I would do the obvious and take care of my family, of course and any, the mortgage, any existing, you know, quote unquote debts, <laughs> bad debts. And um, I would 100% buy a plane ticket for a select number of people. And we would go vacation somewhere exotic and quiet together. That would probably be my first purchase, but my life as a whole probably wouldn't change that much. Mm-hmm. We'd still go to soccer on Saturday we, and Sunday, and we'd still uh, head to the beach and, you know, we'd still hang out. I am a huge lover of experiences over um, monetary items or fancy mm-hmm. things. And, um, you know, I, I don't need a whole lot, yeah. but I love to see everything. I want to see everything. I want to experience everything. And it doesn't matter if it's in a tent Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in the hills in Colorado, or it, if it's in a hut in Bali, like I want to see it all. Yeah. I want to experience it all. I hear that. I hear that. I'm, yeah. When I think about that, same like manifesting that for a moment, like right. Mm-hmm. I love that for me. <laughs> I love that for me. <laughs> I love that for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
when I think about it, yeah, I think about, yeah, like would, would my life change? Um, it would, it would change in that it would just enable me to do more for, for those that I love and care about. You right. know, it would like, just listen. It would just speed up the process. That's it. <laughs> you take a little fun money. Every girl's got to have some fun money. Right. You know. And once that's done, you're still the same Kishan. I'm still the same Kara. Like I'm just because you know you have you got that bag. You got money in the bank. Right. <laughs> right. Doesn't mean that. Well, for me, anyways. No, same. Doesn't mean I'm. It wouldn't I'm, change. I would still say, "Hey guys, what do you want for supper? I'm cooking." Like exactly. I would still say, right? "Hey, are you sure they don't have coupons for that?" <laughs> like I would still. Be- <laughs> no, I know. I know exactly. What I say, uh, "I have a referral code if you want it." <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I would still right. be that. Still be very much that person. Do you have a so, referral code? <laughs> referral code. Uh, has have you used it too many times? Like, <laughs> so. This next part of our podcast, what I like to do is play a little game called complete the sentence. So I'm going to give you some sentence prompts and you can complete them however you'd like. Take up as much or as little space as you want. The first one is I am happiest when. When I'm near water and I don't want to belabor the, the point, but it really is true. It's the first thing that comes to mind when anyone asks me, where's your, where's your favorite place or, you know, where you love to be. I just love to be near the water. I really, there's just a sense of rightness mm-hmm. with it for me. I hear that. How about, I know I'm fed up when, <laughs> when I'm done talking, <laughs> I will, I will talk to anybody and I will strike up. It's, it's a blessing and a curse. I will talk to anybody and I will strike up a conversation with, and it doesn't matter if you're the janitor or the CEO, like I'm talking to you and I probably know someone, you know, (laughs) so, but when I'm fed up, I'm just like, I go inward. I'm silent. Mm -hmm. And that's also a blessing and a curse. But yeah, that's, that's my, that's what I do. That's, you know, you're like, and I probably, and I'm done. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You're done. <laughs> you're done. You're I'm done. done. Everybody's done. Okay, let's just be done. We're done. I'm going to the, I'm going to the ocean. I'm going, I'm going to, the to the ocean. Cause I need to get happy. Cause I'm fed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. I hear that. How about last one? I know I've made an impact when when I, and this has happened quite a lot recently, which kind of blows my mind and I'm really grateful for, um, but I get me- like when I get a message from someone who I don't have everyday conversation with, or we're just connected online, or I haven't seen this person in a long time and they've, they've messaged me or come to me and said, you know, I really liked what you posted. I really like what you were saying. It really helped me. Um, you know, or I was able to do this because I am in your community or whatever. So a lot of what I do is to show other people it's a, you know, it's to serve and to show other people that mm, any possibility that you dream of or that you want is there. It's within your grasp and this is how you get it, or this is how you can work towards getting it. Right. Mm -hmm. I figured that out for myself that I know what I want and I'm working backwards. Mm-hmm. So if I can share that with other people who are just like me, 
and want more can feel that they want more deep down, right? Because you know, you know that stirring. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't know how to figure it out. I was there. But then when you do and you work towards that end goal, like that's where that's where the joy is. That's where the alignment is. So if I can help someone else do that, mm -hmm. that is super meaningful to me. That's what I'm grateful for. I hear that. Oh, I hear that. So the last thing we're going to do together is we're going to take a little, uh, a little trip in a time machine. We're going to do a little mini microdose meditation. So I want okay. you to get comfortable okay. where you are. And um, if you'd like, you can close your eyes and we're just going to take a two deep breaths, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And after that second deep breath, just returning to your natural rhythm and flow of breathing. I want you to imagine yourself in a time machine and it's comfortable, it's cozy, it's safe. And we're going to take a trip all the way back in time to your 16 year old self. <laughs> and when you step out of this time machine and you see your 16 year old self, what is the first thing that you say? I would probably say to lean in on your creativity. It's something that I pushed aside for hobbies or weekends or for after, you know, the work is done, right? But instead, I think that I would tell my 16 year old self, uh, you know, to remain confident in that space and to lean in and that, um, you can make a living, you can make a lifestyle by leaning in on your creativity, because that's where I am right now. That's, that's the space I'm in. And like I said, it took a while for me to, to get there and realize that mm, these skills, these varied skills from different places and in, in my life and different experiences um, made me capable and well able to take on uh, projects that I wanted to projects that were meaningful to me and that just because you're creative doesn't mean it's it's just for after the mm -hmm. nine to five right mm -hmm. it can be at the center of doing what you do why you do what you do yep yeah. I love it okay so we're gonna take another deep breath and we're gonna get back into our time machine and we're going to go all the way forward. We don't know how far forward. We're going to go all the way to the end. What do you want to be remembered for? Mm. That's a good question. And I have thought about that a lot recently, actually, in conversation as well. It's been coming up. So it's funny that you said it. But I want to be remembered for... Um, just being authentic, mm -hmm. really, and accepting of all that, you know, I was on the one maybe that people can come to mm -hmm. and you'd get, get those truth bombs out of <laughs> just my authentic self and that I was able to show people how to use their their skills and their creativity and their abilities where they sort of push them aside. I was able to, 
to bring those so that they were present in their life so that they felt meaning and they felt joy from using their skills and their their abilities and their their purposes yeah bringing yeah. that up. that's what I want to be known for bringing that talking about. I love yeah. it so the last thing I have for you I've been working with this little oracle deck it's a very fun deck it's called the oracle of e e for everything I've been using it from the very beginning of my podcast okay the last thing I do for each guest is I'm going to pull a card but you're going to give me a number between one and 52 11 That's 11 number. all right the double ones okay so I love this. I mean, I love all the cards, there. I mean, I love the card, but I really love all of them. So the message for number 11 is bring it, bring it, Kara, bring it. And there's a little, little book. I'm going to give you a little more. So bring it. So, wow. You are brave and fearless these days. Even if it doesn't feel that way, you're being called to take off your armor and leap today today to call fear out as the wimpy imposter that it is it's time to go for it oh this is so on time for me seriously you don't know <laughs> but it is oh this is perfect perfect good, good, good. well i just want to say thank you Again, uh, this has been such a lovely conversation. Um, I cannot wait to have coffee with you someday. And <laughs> I'll have the muffins and the coffee ready. <laughs> and coffee. So yeah, this has been um, this has been such a delight. Thank you so much, Kara, for for opening up, for sharing, for showing up, and I just appreciate you immensely. I want to give you just a couple seconds or minutes, I should say, if there's anything that you want to share with the listeners, any projects, programs, or just how to get in touch with you, that would be awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. I just, I really appreciate you having me on, inviting me to do this. You've been my first podcast invite and I jumped in even though I was like, oh, shaking in my boots, but it was super fun. You're so easy to talk to as always. And I knew it would be, it would be good. And I can't wait for us to talk in future. So thank you for allowing me in your presence and and on your community and your space, it really means a lot. So if you're listening or you're watching our video and you wanna connect with me, you wanna chat further, you can find me hanging out primarily on Instagram or TikTok. And uh, my handle there is at double underscore care Roberts. And um, you'll find me there, shoot me a follow, shoot me a DM, let me know that you have listened to the podcast or seen our video with Keyshawn. And um, I'm happy to answer any questions about, um, you know, your social media, your strategy, content strategy, and um, collaborate. I know that, you know, there's a lot of people out there looking for collaborations as we are. So, you know, I'm open, open to that as well. So come hang out. Um, shortly, you'll see some releases for some exciting product, products and projects I'm working on. So it would be great and I'd be so grateful if you were to come and be part of my creative community with me. Awesome. Thank you, Kara. Enjoy Thank the rest you. of your visit Saturday where you are still. It is. Okay. About 3.30. So we've got the okay. rest of okay. the day to, to hang. I'm quite, I'm in the future, remember? In the future. I know. That's why I was like, is it still Saturday where you are? I'm just a little in the future. It's all good. Just a little in the future. Okay, Kara. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you again so much. And we'll be in touch soon. Bye. Bye. 
it's time to wrap this up and i just want to say very sincerely thank you you have your choice of thousands of different podcasts that you could be listening to each day and i appreciate you for choosing this to be one of them right now in this moment i see the light i see the love the wisdom the beauty the prosperity the creativity and the pure joy that shines within each of you and i bow humbly before your divinity namaste